Buried within the histories of West Virginia is the story of Elva Zona Heaster Shoe, a woman who was found dead in late January of 1897. Not an unusual occurrence by itself, but weeks later her mother would claim to receive a message from her dearly departed daughter that her death was anything but natural. What followed was one woman's quest for justice with specific knowledge gained from an apparition that led to the trial and conviction of the person who was truly responsible for her untimely death. A singular event within the legal realm where testimony from a ghost was put on the stand and taken as evidence. This case file joined the theorists as they take the country roads back to the place of avenging Appalachian apparitions in The Greenbrier Ghost. Theorizing case file 243, the Greenbrier ghost. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. And we're back. I listen, I'm just like, I've, yeah, we're back just like every, every, week. every Friday. <laughs> we don't it's like miss. We, it's like we go anywhere. <laughs> we don't miss. Uh, little, uh, I'll tell you right now, I've had a, I don't know. I haven't had like an unusual amount of uh, seltzers, but, but they just hit. They just hit me pretty good uh-huh. today. Are we back uh, on the ECA stack or what? Oh, I wish. Are we got a? Do we have a case file? Uh, 31, 33? No, thirty-three. Probably meat drug brain. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, we just started, so so that's why your face is so. Got good. an hour and a half uh, to do it. Yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know. I think that's just yeah. the sodium I ate all weekend is finally like I'm getting to that age where if you eat more salt, my arteries <laughs> just stop. Do you have like a salt? Do you have a salt lick? Yeah, it's coming out your pores. You guys don't just with every food bite of food yeah. lick of the yeah. salt lick. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's getting it's getting pretty low. It's more efficient that way. You don't got to sprinkle it. You don't got to sprinkle it. Electrolytes, right? It's good yeah. for you. Yeah. Sodium. <laughs> It's it's been a while. I feel like since we've done a spooky, spooky. case file. I mean, it's not what? No, not- <laughs> <laughs> we just did one. When was really? when did we do a spooky one? We did it with the Ron Pond fan pick. Was Aoki Gahara Forest? Yeah, it's not. That, that was more not depressing. That was yeah. more depressing. <laughs> it was sad. Yeah. yeah. There was no ghost detectives in it, all right? This one's chocked full of it. There's no ghost justice. I didn't see any ghost justice. Yeah. It was all about it. It wasn't ghost justice. No ghost yeah. justice was served. <laughs> Coming this fall to A&E, ghost justice. Ghost justice. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's playing right after Cajun justice. Right yeah. after Cajun justice. <laughs> Got to create our own network. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It just They could bring in a Ouija board. They're like, what did he like? We'll try to bring him back. <laughs> I like it. We could get that like uh, the same thing they do on CSI, like wow, the sunglasses every time we talk to the ghost. That would be cool. Well, but wait, wait, wait. Before before we get in, I'm kind of disappointed nobody's commented on my background. Like nobody's said. I was actually my trying not to comment on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so is that is that, is that hold James on, Webb? Hold on, hold on. Is that the first images of the James from the James Webb? It is. 
Oh, oh I thought there was just that paparazzi's thing. behind you. Yeah. Amazing. I thought you had a piece of black paper over your window that you just poked a bunch of holes through. <laughs> I thought you were going for the Danny Stardust look here. Yeah. Nope. It is the first high resolution uh, reveal. It was like revealed today at 5 p.m. It's like a live stream. First. Yeah. Fucking president of the United States tried this little baby out and said, this is the fucking picture of the universe. Highest yeah. resolution picture, infrared picture of the universe. Did uh, he sniff no. it as he showed it? <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> uh, that is, that is a pretty cool piece of a uh, little, little, little space news there though. I feel it like that's cool. what he saw when he fell off his bike. <laughs> I just, I just said, <laughs> Great. <laughs> I just, I, I just, yeah, all the, all the stuff that I was kind of going through the night before everybody's like, yeah, the president's showing it because they're showing aliens. And I mean, you know what? Maybe hey, somewhere in, all, one in these, all those, one of these specks of light in all those galaxies somewhere, there's an alien in there. Maybe. Absolutely. And honestly, just wait, because like the, the shit we are going to get from the, the James Webb is going to be just mind boggling <laughs> how insane it's going to be. They're going to zoom in in the wrong spot of space and there's going to be an alien mothership headed towards Earth. Detailed in <laughs> high-res oh. infrared. Yeah, and infrared. <laughs> if it's like shooting up, it's a it's pure energy. Light. And pure just energy. an alien, just a picture of an alien like this. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back through the porthole. Get, uh, picking, up a, picking up a pastry out of the garbage can. <laughs> you guys saw that? No, I was just burning. <laughs> But yeah, if you ha if you didn't see it today, or while you're listening to this, be sure to go check it out. It's a pretty badass. Right, a free download on the the James Webb Space Telescope website. They got a 4K image. Yeah, it's 800 terabytes. It melts your computer. <laughs> That's what shut down the Rogers Internet the other day. They were trying to upload this. <laughs> that was all that. Yeah, uh, talking a little spooky, spooky justice. Is that yeah, what the other thing. Spooky justice. The other thing justice. about this this case is very few times. Do we actually deal with a case that's in West Virginia? Mount Mama, take me home, country roads. Yep, wild in West Virginia <laughs> in 1897, I suppose. Like, fuck it. We were just talking about it before, and we just talked about how, fuck, how, how crazy the 1890s were. The fucking crazy shit's fucking popping off then, at least in the United States. I don't know about Canada, but... <laughs> were you, you spending time there? This is like the Wild Dell. Were you there in the States in the 1890s, bud? I don't want to be incriminated with anything. All right, that's fair. <laughs> he pleads the fifth. That's fair. Uh, Nothing. So a local woman by the name of Elva Zona Heaster Shoe, hyphenated, uh, was found dead on January 23rd, 1897. Now, according to the Monroe Watchman, which is a local newspaper at the time, her body was discovered at about 11 a.m. Uh, by a young boy who they usually asked, the, uh, her and her husband usually would ask to run errands for them. And he had actually been sent to the house by, by the husband, uh, who is known as Edward, uh, but had the real, or a.k.a. Erasmus Stribling Shoe. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Is this guy from a fucking Harry Potter book? He say that be. name again? He does sound like <laughs> that's like Erasmus, Erasmus Stribling Shoe. Yeah. <laughs> Erasmus Stribling Shoe. Hufflepuff. 
<laughs> I don't know where you get Edward from that though. It's like he's like he preferred Edward. He went by Edward, and I don't know where you Erasmus, get Edward from Erasmus to Edward. Well, I mean, come on. What are his other choices are Erasmusen and fucking Trout. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking <laughs> yes. That was one of his other nicknames. He was known as Trout. That a, it's I, like I count. honestly the worst nickname of all time. <laughs> Trout guy is small because he's slippery. <laughs> is I don't know if you look at his picture. Kind of a catch. (laughs) By the end of this fucking story, you're going to want to throw it back, though. Yeah, Uh, yeah. By researching for this, researching for this uh, case file, like I had this picture in my head. I hadn't seen any photos of any of the the people involved, and like I had this picture of uh, Erasmus dribbling trout and kind of the stuff, the description of him, and you'll get this. A feeling that you're like, oh, this guy's a total scumbag. He probably looks like some crazy West Virginia mountain man. Well, his uh, nickname's Trout. Yeah, it's like. And uh, I don't know if you look at it. I think he kind of looks like Josh Hartnett. <laughs> well, with the nickname like, Trout, like I would think the opposite. If I if I was if I was going with just like, hey, this guy's name's Trout. I'm picturing a couple googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking either side. As soon as I heard that fucking name, I yeah. thought like fucking children's birthday party magi- magician. Like, <laughs> what? Like a, a children's birthday party musician or no magician magicians are they Erasmuson? that sounds like he yeah. sounds like he's that's illusionist. the next job illusionist yeah. for illusionist <laughs> torturing bunnies in his car yeah <laughs> a few dead doves in his pocket yeah. uh, didn't make so it. unfortunately for this for this young boy who is dispatched by uh, edward the the body of his wife was found laying out stretched out describe the description of her the position of the body is that she was laying perfectly straight with her feet together uh, one hand lying by the side and the other lying across her body and the head head was in slightly inclined to one side and she was found uh, at the bottom of the stairs leading to the second floor of the log house where they both lived now Dan this was a relatively new marriage right like they'd only been together for about three months before yes. she was found dead, right? This is correct. And before that, like from what I understand, Mister Fucking our, our boy Trouty over here, he was a little bit of a drifter, old fish right? boy, just <laughs> slipping around, flopping around from town to town, <laughs> right? From stream and, to stream, yeah. <laughs> and he and he made his way to to Greenbrier. Why do you say that? Greenbrier. 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 And he made his way to Greenbrier and took up like a a blacksmith apprenticeship or something like that. And that's where they met. But like this guy was new to this town. Nobody really knew him, right? Nope. Like he was a little bit, like they considered him a bit of a drifter, a handsome drifter by the name of Trout. Yeah. But so (laughs) it's important to the story. Who's that new hunk in town? (laughs) I don't know. He goes by Trout. Such a weird name. I have no idea why they call. I I couldn't really find like why they could. Was there was there explanation as to why I didn't they find one because he's slippery, boys for well, sure. He's a slippery yeah. bastard. <laughs> he didn't. Hey, when he came to That's Green, good. when he came to fucking, I forgot Green Bray. What's it again? Green Bray. Green Bray is good. Yeah, Green Bray. When he yeah. came to fucking Green Bray, he was telling people his name was Edward, not Trout. Right. That's a slippery <laughs> thing to do. He's a slippery bastard. Yeah, you could say that. All right. Uh, So the boy, after finding uh, finding Miss uh, Heaster Shoe dead, uh, he went to go tell his mother about the body, and then he went to go tell Trout. Now, uh, and Trout Trout reacted like this: "Oh my God, what? I can't believe it! I can't believe it!" (laughs) Shocked Captain Kirk, and uh, (laughs) yeah, Um, and so. 
he went right back to the, he went straight from his blacksmith shop where he was apprenticing straight back home. Um, and then later after that, I think it was about an, uh, about an hour later, uh, Dr. George W. Knapp was yeah. called in. Well, there, oh, there George, Knapp? Little- George Knapp? George Knapp? George Knapp yeah. was there? He's that yeah. old? Timeless, he, well, baby. Yeah, he was just oh, fresh what? from Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, yeah. He fair. fell through the portal in 2033. Yeah. And this is where he ends up. Um, <laughs> And he's good enough to be a doctor back then. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the, the other, the one thing I wanted to add about this is like, I mean, the one interesting thing that was reported uh, is that um, Trout, who he was, when he was working that day, the the boy who he sent, I guess it's like, I mean, it's not uncommon for you. Like, he's like, hey, my wife's sick at home. You know, she's really sick. Do you mind sending your son to go check on her? See if she needs anything. She's really sick. And this this woman's like, yeah, sure. I'll get uh, I'll get my son to walk over there, uh, check her out. He's like, okay, good. And then two minutes later, he's like, so has your son gone by my house yet or what? Is he, is he over there checking <laughs> on my wife? Because she's sick. She's really sick. And she's like, so you literally just asked me. I haven't <laughs> got a chance to talk to my son yet. Noted. So as soon as I see left. him, as soon as I see him, <laughs> I will let him know. And then like five minutes later, he's like, is your son in here? Has your son been here yet? Have you sent him? Do you know how, have I mentioned my wife sick? She, she might. How about you put down your fucking hammer, motherfucker, and your apron and go have a look at your own. She's like, you live across the street, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Like, what are you doing, man? That's what I mean. So why, like, why did he, why didn't he check on, what was his reasoning on not, on like sending someone over? Yeah. Fuck shit to hammer, man. Right. But he was very concerned that his wife was sick. So he wanted this lady to get her her child to go in and she must and have been like wife, really right? like deathly sick yeah but what the fuck is this 10 year well not even i can't remember how old the kid was how, what is this kid like pop this mid, like hey you get it's middle age that's middle age 1997 yeah that's fair that's fair well i i read that actually like he was sent over there actually it was part of the reason was also to do chores well yeah collect eggs or something like go check the check the chicken coop grab a couple eggs but right that makes sense i think that yeah, I mean, they had a relationship with the with the the mother and the son. The son was like they were like an errand, like they would have him run errands, like yeah, yeah. collect. He eggs was a slave. Stuff, it's eighteen nineties. That's slave labor, yeah. child labor. Yeah, <laughs> actually, uh, probably that's probably, probably was right. Yeah, no, just saying. Now, uh, when when George when Doctor Nab arrived at the house uh, about an hour later, the body had already been moved. Shoe had already arrived at the house. He had apparently already moved the body and put it in one of the. Call him Trout. No one knows who you say when you say Shoe. Trout. Trout had already come, and he moved his wife's body. So Trout had already come. He'd moved the body, put it in a bed, already pretty much dressed it for burial, ready to go before <laughs> the doctor got there. Which is super bizarre too, because back then, like it was, it was part of the tradition that like the women of the neighborhood, because obviously we treat women terribly back then. We have them scrub dead bodies and get them ready for burial. <laughs> yeah, but like that's the, that's what they did. So for the man to do that is super bizarre. Yeah, it was right? it, at least in that town, it was normally considered a tradition for women, you know, women of the community to, to prepare a body for burial or a woman's body for burial. So this was kind of yeah, super is, weird. Yeah, it was I feel like he was for pre- sure potentially like pondering maybe a weekend at Bernie's thing and then decided yeah. against it. <laughs> you know, like, okay. So it's it's worth commenting that the, the dress he had chosen to put on the corpse had a very high, stiff collar and yeah, because those um, are in fashion. 
1997. Dan. And Come he had on. also, at this point, I believe, well, I noticed at this time he had already put a scarf around her head. He already had a sort of kind of scarf. That was for the casket. All right. well, oh, but he, but he also, but I will say though, he did also claim that, you know, about 14 rows of duct tape was pretty fucking proper with a couple stilts taped to the neck, too. <laughs> like that's, that was all the rage back then. So it's reported that Dr. Knapp attempted, well, pretty much like I think he knew she was dead already. Like there's a, there's no way, like yeah. the way he looked at the body and she was already pretty much dead. But he did anyways, uh, you know, as his responsibility, attempted some, uh, some type of uh, resuscitation techniques and then pretty much declared he, her yeah, dead. He probably wiggled that. her toe. <laughs> yeah, she ain't moving. But he did say that he did notice kind of right away that there were these slight discolorations on the right side of her neck and on the right cheek. And then, um, but he couldn't get a really good look at the body as uh, Trout was noticeably distressed about the death of his wife. His wife just died. His hysteria seemed to amplify, you know, he, he's standing there fine. He's at her feet looking and then he like gets to her waist and he's like, uh, uh, gets to her like you know, chest. He's like, uh, she starts to look. He's like, uh, jumps over her. He's like, uh, distraught. He's like, okay, well, I really loved right. her neck. Well, he's like, she's listen, okay, I'm trying to do an autopsy here. You're getting fucking snot on her, buddy. Like, I'm trying to work yeah. here. Come on, man. Come on, trout. You're so, sliming her. So yeah. when the doctor seen the like the bruise, like the bruise on her side, did he? Did you say the bruise? <laughs> the little bruises. <laughs> little bruises on the side. The, the ecchymosis. Would he like? Would his mind go like, "Oh, maybe she fell and like hit her face," or like, would you not go and investigate further? Listen, this guy. Hey. I'm telling you right now, it was about five minutes away from lunchtime because he's like, "Well, this guy's pretty upset. It's pretty sad. So She's might dead. as well wrap it up." She's yeah. dead. Uh, seems legit. Gotta go. Nothing to see here. Yeah. And let's let's just be let's just be real here. I think they threw the term doctor pretty loosely around these yeah, times. This guy's probably a barber. Let's let's be honest. He could have he could he could be from you could you could get on your horse, ride two towns over, and be like, I'm a doctor. And they'd be like, Oh great, we need one here. Like totally like dude, it was, Absolutely. It was such, 1897 is such a crazy time because you just be like, Yeah, I'm leaving this name behind and I am now a new person. And fire boy fucking trout is a perfect example. He showed up this place, I'm Edward all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm Edward. <laughs> Call me <Yeah>. Trout. <laughs> <laughs> Every every town he goes to, he does a he has a fish nickname. Just changes it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was noted that that Trout was awfully uh, hesitant to let the doctor examine anywhere near uh, Zona's head, anywhere near her neck, and he was pretty much like, I, yeah, I, I picture him just like throwing his body over hers and just sobbing, you know, well <laughs> like peering over his sh- shoulder through. Through one oh, yeah. partially open eye, splashing a little water on Pretty his much face. body, blocking the doctor. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like <laughs> every time the doctor's maybe I could just get a little look over here. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, un- you know, unfortunately, the the doctor couldn't really get a really great look. So he was uh, he's left with give, pretty much giving her a diagnosis uh, of cause of death as being, I think the uh, the diagnosis was like perpetual fainting, endless like fainting, endless uh, fainting, the endless fainting, endless fainting, which was uh, at the time that was kind of just another way to say heart attack. 
Like it was just a, a heart failure. That was just was, a working diagnosis though. I think he had a yeah. Right. So and then uh, <laughs> later later he would change later he would change his diagnosis after that one to uh complications from uh from child from pregnancy. Well, but the thing but the thing is we weren't really sure whether she was pregnant or not because nobody had any inkling of, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he also she said was he also didn't say it that nicely. He was like just women's complications. <laughs> yes. Lady problems. <laughs> Lady problems. She, the, she, in, uh, he's the like, she just, it was she, a mystery back then. <laughs> she died from, she died at, you know, she, it's a terrible thing. She just died from too much clucking. You know, hands yeah. get together. They just be jibbing and jabbing and she just died of exhaustion from too much clucking. Absolutely. Now, I, I think it's quite correct to believe that, that we could possibly assume that she possibly talked to herself into cardiac arrest. That she may have, she might have had a bout of the nagging, too much nagging and died from the stress of it all. Were so, there cars back then? Because she no, could have no, they didn't have cars. Eight, well, we're getting close to the first cars. <laughs> yeah, but not in West not, Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> not up there in West Virginia. Uh, so now um, she was moved. Like the body was moved. She was put in a casket, pretty much, and she was taken to the home of her mother, Mrs. Mary Jane Heaster, which was on. It's about. They said about. Four, is it fourteen miles away on nearby uh, Big Sewell Mountain? And there, the uh, the body had been dressed for burial in the thing. And when she, they had an open casket. It was said that during the viewing, uh, Trout always remained at the head of the casket. <laughs> He's very devoted to his wife, even when she's dead. He's sitting there at the head of the bed, and people are coming up to give their respects. He's like, "Yeah, how you doing? Keep it moving, bud. <laughs> well, you fucking spending way too much time. Hey, here. take a picture. It lasts last longer. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, like they're like reaching out to like caress her face or something. He just like smacks their hand away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and then he did a little fucking adjustments himself. He had a couple like towels or something rolled up yeah, around her head. She was, she was wearing yeah. a hijab. No one had ever heard one back then. <laughs> well, and then West Virginia. He, he also made sure that she was buried with her favorite scarf, supposedly, that was tied around her neck. Really oh, yeah. wide, widely he had, tied. He had placed, yeah, and he had placed like a cushion or something, like some sort of like cushion or, or a towel around, or something. Around her like, head. Like, <laughs> like prop, yeah, propping her head up, making sure that it was kind of secure. <laughs> um... Now, uh, she was buried pretty much after the, the day after the viewing. She was buried at the cemetery on that hilltop uh, near her mother's home. And normally, uh, nothing probably would have ever come of this thing. It no. probably wouldn't have been noted. Like the, the, her diagnosis was something that was kind of common back then. Yeah, women's um, issues. No, because they didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like uh, they got there and she's still alive. Well, uh, we better leech her. Yeah, <laughs> that'll probably fucking work. Yeah. Gotta balance those humors, man. Like, yeah. should we sacrifice a goat? Maybe that'll help. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, Again, but- well, let's use doctor loosely. <laughs> so I guess we're past yeah. the point of smoking your smoking ashes here. Then we talked about that during the vampire New England vampire panic, right? So uh, yeah, we're a little bit past that so far. And so yeah. um, I don't I, think I'm we sure have. across. Well, you know what? Even, maybe I, I, I wouldn't be surprised far. if Trout was pushing for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can we cremate her? Everyone have He's like, remember the remember all those vampires? Just yeah. in case, should we just be safe just this one time? Just in case. Yeah, it would have played right into his hands. Um, so. This is when you enter uh, Zona's mother, Mary J. Heaster, who we, who we mentioned before. Now, Mrs. Heaster had never really liked Trout. 
You mean uh, over never... the whole entire three months that she fucking knew him? Yeah. Oh, I, oh <laughs> trout. I thought you meant she didn't like fish. I was like, how, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> and um, and I mean, she understandably she was distraught from the uh, the death of her daughter, who was her only daughter of like eight kids. I think she had like she had like seven brothers, and then yeah. she was the only daughter. And um, so uh, it, that some adds some significance to the to the whole situation. Um, so she decided that she was going to. Uh, she said that she prayed every day for weeks. Well, something weird that. Brought like the re- there's a reason why she claims that she started praying is because apparently um, they had included this sheet in the casket with Zona, and after they buried her, they took the sheet out because money doesn't grow on fucking trees, right? Yeah, yeah, like, hey, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good bed sheet. That's a good sheet. Look, it's got fucking high thread count. We gotta keep that shit. <laughs> so, anyways, she offered it up to fucking Trout. Trout's like, no, thank you. Right, which kind of makes sense to me, but either way, he said no. She thought that was kind of weird, so she brought it home and decided to wash it. And when she washed it, she put it into the tub, and the t- the water in the tub turned blood red, and the sheet became dyed pink. And that's what told her that she was murdered. Right. So there was something. There's definitely a strain, and then she had some suspicions that. Zona had been murdered, so she prayed on this, as you know, as you're one to do. As you do. Well, I, I imagine she would think that the the sheet, this it turning red like that, is some sort of omen, right? Like that's what, like right. that's Sometimes, where, you know, a sign or something. Yeah. Like I mean, that. I was trying to think, like, because I, I was, I was trying to do the math, because, but I couldn't really get a good timeline of how long it's been since she died, because to see how far along she would be decomposing, to see if there would be any like fluid shift or anything like that to cause something like that to stay in the sheets, but. Not that long. It only been a few weeks, I think, now, because because when you get well, to a full it, few, if it was a few weeks, then absolutely there would have been some fluid. Some yeah, because it's only bunch. it's only a few weeks since she'd been in there because the, the stuff stuff goes shapes up pretty quick after after that. Did um, we know what color the sheet was? Because maybe it was like a darker sheet. Oh, was it, it was white? a white sheet? Yeah. It's kind of weird that you would wash it and then get some red stains. Well, I, without seeing it on the sheet already, right? Yeah. Like if you would have had a yeah, good look yeah, at exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so like yeah, kind of like an omen. Yeah, I mean she would yeah, have. Yeah. Like anytime, I would imagine anytime you lose a child under like mysterious circumstances, you're going to, your mind's going to race. Be like, what? there's no way she died like that. And like, well, she's young. Yeah, she's like young. young child. You're right? going like, to be like trying to connect the dots. You already have a bad, like a bad taste of her husband. Like you don't yeah, like. His name's fucking Trout. You, you can't trust a guy named Trout. Nobody wants their daughter ended name. up with a guy named Trout. Yeah. Like, let's be honest Come here. on. So she's no already way. she's already got this like little inkling. She's like, nah, something's not right with the death of my child. Zell, listen, Zell, one day, let's fast forward at fucking 16 years, and you got Trout knocking on your door to take your daughter on a date. You're gonna men him, but you're gonna fucking bad boys that little bastard. Come on in. <laughs> chitty chitty bang bang, motherfucker. Come on in, like, come on, come on in. Yeah. She's a yeah, Nova's uh she's in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come down here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> It must be nice be, to be a vampire to commit murder because you can just like what's six what's life in prison to you, right? <laughs> Fucking a weekend. You just turn into a bat and you just fly, fly away. He flies out the bars. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I mean, you probably like it there. Not a lot of sun. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah, solitary confinement is my personal favorite. All the f- all the food you can eat too. <laughs> it's all confined. They can't run anywhere. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, perfect! A new bunk mate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Heaster prayed on 
her daughter's death for in the evening for weeks until she said that her prayers were answered. And at this point, uh, Easter claimed that her daughter's ghost, her spirit, returned to her on four separate occasions over four days and slowly revealed to her the actual cause of her death being murder. <laughs> yeah, if we hadn't if you already haven't hinted at figured it, yeah. it out. Something suspicious uh, happened to her daughter yeah. and her ghost through dreams. So uh, w- with this... It's weird mind. though. It's weird though because like over the four days, to me, like when I heard this, it's it's like this story, but she doesn't get all the information. So no, because she's got to wait for the different zonas. You got the zona of Christmas past, the zona <laughs> of like, Christmas future, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I kind of thought it was like it was like you know this this you know we hear about spirits <clears throat> who leave with unfinished business, 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 uh, business. business uh, you know they linger and stuff, and it's like to me it was like she had figured out a way to communicate, but she just couldn't because you know from the mother's accounts, like you know she wouldn't really talk. Right, wouldn't really respond, and then she only would talk about things involving her death, but only bits and pieces at a time. So it was almost like she couldn't uh, get that information across, and it took four days to get all the information it, to her mother. It took her spinning her fucking head completely around to get the point across that her <laughs> neck was broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally she, the whole time. That. Day one, she's like, "Mom, my neck was broken." She's like, "What, dear? What was that? <laughs> What's what? a neck? What's a neck? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> huh? I have to talk in my good ear." Yeah. That's a, that seems like a perfect time to grab a beer, and we'll be right back huh? with. What, what was that, Sal? <laughs> what was that? Was it beer break? Is that what you're saying? Can't hear you. You gotta speak louder. Just speak up. <laughs> I'm looking for a sign that we should grab a beer. Please. Oh, how please, what? anything. A what? A beer. I'd like to grab a, a beer, what please. Now? I can't. All right, we'll be we'll be right back. We'll be back right back. What? what? What do you say about huh? your neck? <laughs> <laughs> so now, now with the information that she has uh, been has been given to her from her daughter's ghost or a vision or a dream or whatever you want to call well, it. Well, and or, the inform the information that she now has was right. that she was strangled to death. Her windpipe was crushed. And her neck was broken. And she he, she, um, she shows missing, her this. You're missing the biggest fucking thing here, though. You're missing the reason. She didn't serve him meat for dinner. Right? Oh. I mean, we Trout hates fucking vegetables, boys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well here, let me let me see. Honestly, that's I mean, I if I was a mother, I wouldn't be bringing that up in court because that's probably gonna get an acquittal. <laughs> fucking uh the, especially in 1897, like no wait, no meat on the table. Yeah, so, I did. I'll tell you what. Wait, so how do we know that that was the reason? Because she um, told her. She yeah. told that's one of the, her that's fucking what she, her force ghost. ghost. Oh, like told in, her in the dreams or however she was communicating. Yeah, yeah. She, she she told her I didn't serve me for dinner, so he beat me. He Piece strangled me. Shit. He crushed my windpipe and then he broke my neck. And she that's when on the fourth day she turns her head right around to like show like full my juice. neck like is broken 180 degrees which is <laughs> this is a weird like honestly this is a it's a weird chain of events because now the the mom you know who's obviously distraught that her daughter dies hates trout 
is having these visions. Her daughters told her this in dreams. She's now bringing this up to people. Being like, my daughter was murdered. Right. And a ghost told me. She she takes this knowledge to uh, along and travels to Lewisburg with her brother in law, Johnson Heaster, uh, to visit the prosecutor there, John A. Preston, who it's said that first, at first, he believed there. She disbelieved her story as as you would kind of look <laughs> at that point. A lawyer, like you're a lawyer, kind of be like, okay, I'm sorry. What you're you telling me? Seen that a ghost, and she said, a ghost, not a ghost, not a ghost. My a daughter, vision, right? And daughter. it's like my daughter came back and told me. Okay, so it uh, we're. <laughs> I I, I can't, honestly I can't honestly put that on. <laughs> because there was there's some official accounts where like he he gets swayed. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe the prosecutor was ever swayed. What I think happened was that the mom was telling him, like telling him all this ghost shit. And he's like, all right, well, no, like obviously like it's women's issues. That's, you know, (laughs) they obviously, they obviously did an autopsy and stuff. He's like, you know, I, I, this is all information I can find out easily for you. I'll look into it. Sure. You seem upset. I will look into official cause of death. So he like goes in the other room and he makes a phone call and he's like, Hey, hey, nappy boy, what's going on? It's the prosecutor. Yeah, how did that autopsy go? <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, he's really like, well, the, the husband was pretty distraught. So I just wrote woman's issues. And he's like, uh, say what? <laughs> Can you repeat that? And he's like, <laughs> you did well, what? I didn't actually do the autopsy. He's like, what? Well, it says here you did an autopsy. And he, he's like, well, I, I kind of looked at the feet. And as I got closer to the head, the husband became yeah, distraught. I looked at the feet. They weren't broken. So that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the husband had mentioned that you know she had a lot of woman issues. You know, you know we all yeah, know that women's yeah, it's women's wo- have it's woman issues. Yeah, she she might have been pregnant. We don't know. Like, what, did we the baby know. come out of her fucking throat? Yeah. Like, yeah. this doesn't make any fucking sense. So uh, Preston, uh, uh, with the information that he gets from, well, I think he gathered enough circumstantial evidence. I don't think I think he all might have shady, dismissed the claims. All no, the no, 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 no. I would say I would say this. I would I would say based on the mother saying this, regardless you believe in the ghost or not, the prosecutor calls to try to quell the mom's worries, being like, "Let me talk to the doctor. He's a good man. I'm sure he did an autopsy." And then when he finds out, he's like, "Oh shit, he didn't do an autopsy." He's like, "Well, you're saying this is sketchy and like this." I. The husband was there's acting no, weird around the head. The doctor's confirming this. We got it. Right. That's what I mean. Like, there's no way she came there with just the ghost evidence. No, they she probably came presented with, a bunch of other shit too. Well, she probably told him like what happened because he's like, you know, she comes into his office. He doesn't know who the fuck she is. Yeah. It's like, who are She's, you? She Tell starts running right her here. mouth and he's like, sounds like women. She runs in the family. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she probably this is 1897. These are my views. These are my yeah. views. All the kind of shady stuff that went down, uh, you know, probably remarked a lot on Trout's behavior. And just from that alone, probably, and minus the ghost story, um, Preston thought there was enough circumstantial evidence to go ahead and get an order for an exhumation of the body uh, of, of Zona. And zoom, he, zoom, I think, zoom in the I think boom, he kind of thought go. this as a, he kind of figured this as a win win because if you exhume the body, you know, it either comes up and like everything is what the doctor said it was yeah, or issues. it's going to show some or there's going to they're going to do an autopsy and they're going to figure out something out with something I, I think it's just, happened I, I, to Zona. I just think it's you you she ran into the right person who is like these things no no we have to do these things right and buy the book we can't be or this, it's 1897 or people, this guy's like we can't waiting be to ghosts this. 
Yeah. Is it ghost? You said fucking ghost? You said a ghost? I'm He's in. like, 100%. How many nights? Yeah. How many nights? What? Four? Are you oh, serious? Shit. Let oh, me get absolutely. him. Absolutely. We're in the body. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> we have to have Ghostbusters? Yeah. Let's and and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Heaster at some point, like she, she assured uh, Preston that she would go on the stand and tell her story. And I'm pretty sure that he told her, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to go up there. Um, and he was hoping that she never did have to take the stand. Well, they can't handle the um, truth, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he wasn't really, he wasn't super <laughs> supportive of her taking, uh, becoming like a state's witness. And if there was to be a trial at the thing. So a few days later, the, the exhibition, the exhumation took place. Yeah. And um, uh, Shu was, very vehemently objecting to the uh, to the actual exhumation of the body. He tried to get tried everything within his power to get them uh, yeah. to stop. No, from he, 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 he laid yeah. no. la- on top. He laid on top. No. The same thing and, he did. Uh, yeah, and it was made, but it was made pretty clear to him that if he didn't let them do it, uh, if he didn't allow them to do it, he would be forced to do it. Like he would be, they would force him they, to. They, uh, they were like, "We're going to make you butt. dig it." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they said that, yeah, there and no, you know, minced words. They didn't mince words, and they told him that he would be arrested if they would, uh, you know, if the, if they wouldn't let yeah. him take the body. And wouldn't it be the was first reported time. that he. <laughs> After uh, after they made this clear, uh, it was reported that um, it was reported that he he said something along the lines, "But they will not be able to prove that I did it." Okay, just under the just under <laughs> the very something innocent people say. Just right? Yeah, out. yeah, yeah they out. were like, "Did what? Huh? Did what cause <laughs> women's issues? Nothing, uh, nothing." Uh, <laughs> Uh, so uh, at the uh, at present at the autopsy, you had it was Nap and two other doctors who had the body laid out in the town's one room schoolhouse, and that little uh, boy to was there too. The boy was there too. The boy was there too, as if he hasn't seen enough shit. <laughs> and they brought him uh, in it. So uh, to kind of you know it set the scene, you have the at least the three doctors in there, the boy, and then what was said that Chu was actually present and reportedly uh, they had him sit in a corner of the house, uh, sit in a corner on top of a hay bale. And at least I, it said <laughs> that he was sitting there pretty much whittling wood for the, yeah. the time. Now, ladies, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, gather around, please. We, we, welcome to the official autopsy of Mrs. Chu. All right, we are we are lucky enough that the children are actually on recess, so we've got about fifteen minutes while I drink the juice boxes and play dodgeball. Just so you do know, it doesn't matter then. what you find; you can't prove it was me. Just saying. All right, Mister Shu, we haven't even fucking started yet. Just relax, okay? Oh, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I don't know. Huh? So, as we saw here, Mister Shu's neck has obviously been broken. The windpipe mashed like potatoes. Yes, if that's the a medical If the glove doesn't term. fit. You must have quit. I'm just saying. Again, Mr. Shu, we're in the middle of this, please. On the throat, you can clearly see marks where the fingers indicated a choke. I don't even have fingers. How would I do that? How would I have done any of that? You can't prove it. I can see your fingers right now. You're making a fist. The neck was dislocated between the first and second vertebrae. He's, he's the making words up. I don't even know what that is. If I don't know what it is, couldn't have done it. All right, that's fair. 
Anyways, <laughs> it is actually 12 o'clock, so everybody has to get together now. Everybody get together and hold hands because this is the official time that everyone in Virginia gets together and sings the Virginian anthem. West Virginia. Almost heaven. West, West Virginia. Virginia. Blue Ridge, Ridge Mountains. Mountains. Shenandoah River. Con River. River. Shenandoah River. No, it's the Shenandoah River. It's older, older than, <laughs> the than the trees. trees. Younger than, Younger the, than the, mountains. the mountains. Blowing like a breeze. Country roads. Take me home. Our world. Dude, I belong. I belong. You're under arrest, good sir. <laughs> oh man, get all Scorsese, right? Like Layla, the piano solo is yeah. playing from Layla, but instead it's fucking Country Roads as he's yeah. getting arrested. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. So with the findings uh, that was uh, that the doctors made while during the autopsy, they found 100% it seemed at least like it was pretty clear that she had 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 been strangled and dude it corroborated the mom's story like what the mom said had happened is exactly what happened she described the injuries perfectly broken neck the she like at the she named the right vertebrae which was fucking where they were fractured so the ghost had a good knowledge of the human anatomy absolutely and the fact that like the areas in the house where there was blood stains and shit like that, she was able to describe. Like, yeah, she would. They 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 remarked on like uh, Easter said that she had received like descriptions of certain area locations on the property and inside the house, which she had never been to before. She had actually never been to the house where Zona and Trout lived together. But with the descriptions that she gave to uh, to the investigators, they said that it was kind of spooky that that it was pretty accurate as to it was also spooky that she claimed a ghost gave her those directions yeah. Yeah, it's also boys spooky. this is fuck ghost justice man ghost yeah. justice does ghost justice. Justice. justice so with this uh, with this new evidence in the in play uh a you know trial was scheduled to get underway june 23rd 19 or 1897 <laughs> yeah i think that back then they would they put a they put trout on one end of a seesaw and a chicken on the other and if it balanced out, he was guilty. Anything else, he was innocent. Or a witch. <laughs> I think that's how justice was served back then. If they drowned, um, they're a witch. So during these proceedings, you got a, a a more accurate picture of who Trout was. Now, we've already told you that he was a bit of a drifter. He pretty much just appeared in town one day, took up the blacksmith apprenticeship. Still a little bit of a shady character, but he was just a, you know, a handsome drifter uh, type at the at the time. But it came out during the trial that Shu had actually had two previous marriages. Uh, the mm. first one had ended in divorce uh, while he was actually in jail uh, for horse stealing. Oh, so he's and not then, an honorable guy, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it gets it worse. It doesn't seem like that way. <laughs> stealing horses is the least of the shitty things he did. Yeah. True. Um, also during this, also during this trial, uh, the, the, it, it was found out later, or at least like during the trial, that his first wife, um, who he had had a daughter with, um, she she said that Trout was during their marriage extremely violent with her and abusive, um, and it got to such a point uh, during their marriage that it got so bad that she he beat her up so bad one time that a, a mob came to their house in the middle of the night and 
and pulled pulled Shu out of bed and tossed him into an icy lake near their property. This is how much of a piece of shit this guy is. That's the first mob that goes after him. He's got yeah. multiple mobs. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, first yeah, yeah. mob. Yeah. We have to be. Yeah, this guy's got more mobs going after him than fucking Frankenstein's monster. Uh, so that one again. He had he he got. Put yeah. on trial, he got convicted of horse thievery, and he got put in jail. And during that time, uh, he had gotten divorced with that first wife, got an order of divorce. Uh, the second marriage <laughs> that he yeah. that he had, the second the second one's great. The second one is <laughs> phenomenal because she died uh, due to mis- a mysterious death and 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 mysterious causes. And what what is the this? alleged story was was that Lady she, Trout Trout was up on the roof and he was fixing their old brick chimney. Right, he's fixing it away, and his second wife comes underneath, and you know he slips. You know, as you do working on a brick chimney, uh, it, the brick falls. You know, does that crazy tumble, shoots off the roof about fifteen feet, and then lands on his second wife's head, and she dies of of woman's trouble. Real complicated. She was gardening under conveniently gardening underneath the chimney at the time. Yeah, and then and then and then to just die of womanly complications out of the blue like this is crazy. This right. guy she is, was trying to tell him how to do the job and she died. <laughs> I'm literally like <laughs> this guy uh, This guy's like direct descendants. His direct fucking great great whatever great grandson is fucking Michael Peterson. Yeah, like yeah. seriously, like absolutely. I've never fucking like. How does he get away with all this shit? He well, it, the 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 brick one. It's like they did just just didn't have enough evidence at the time. They were like, we had our suspicions that he may have done it on purpose, but we just couldn't prove it. And I think at that time, also the second marriage, they were living with his parents at the time, and I think they may have helped cover it up. Were at they? Time. I'm. A, I'd imagine they probably weren't pulling fingerprints at that time. I don't. I don't think. Because I mean, that guy was it just was before it Mark Twain technology. Well, no, because like I remember it was the it got popularized after like a Mark Twain. Were they taking book. fingerprints, Andrew? We just talked about a a fucking. Doctor who didn't even do an autopsy and just checked the box. He like looked at the feet and he's like, ah, whatever. She died. Oh, wait. She died. She gone. Were they lifting fingerprints? I mean, and 1911 <laughs> is when they started lifting fucking fingerprints. Right. Yeah. I mean, but to even give you a better picture, like it, it came out during the trial, like for his second marriage that we talked about, the one who had died under mysterious circumstances, when they had gotten married, um, it, it was told by a, a a traveling reverend, which were called back then, they were called circuit riders and uh, named really? R.R. Little. <laughs> yeah, they were cool called name. <laughs> they're called circuit riders. Union Rider. And, um, uh, he came forward with a story about how Shu's second marriage kind of came about. And he said that he was sought out originally to officiate for the marriage during one afternoon. Shu uh, and, and his uh, spouse at the time, or, you know, prospective spouse never showed up. And then, and then until midnight, he showed like Shu came and got him out of bed at midnight to come out and do the wedding, to officiate for the wedding. And when he showed him the marriage license that he had obtained, <laughs> the 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 reference the wrong county pointed out to him and said, this is the wrong county. This is yeah, this is the next county over. I can't uh, do this. And so in response, <laughs> Trout go ahead and says, Well, it's a lovely moonlit night outside. Start so fucking we walking. Hike? Just walk. Yeah, why don't we just hike a mile over the county line to get it done? <laughs> And they did. And he agreed. They were free. 
So the Reverend agrees to go with him. Uh, they go over to the they go over to the next county over. Um, he he starts he he starts the ceremony. He gets to the part where um, objections are to be had, and there's nobody really there to speak. Does for anybody the object to this marriage? And the Reverend <laughs> and the Reverend says, "I do." <laughs> He says, I do, because she has he, no on, on the reasons that she is a child is what he she's said. She's 15. She has no family present. Nope. At all. It's just her. You're obviously a fucking scumbag. Your name's Trout. <laughs> right? This is a mistake. Yeah. You know what, though? Anyone Honestly, named after a freshwater fish is a fucking here, Here's my thing. How dare he? Because <laughs> during this trial, during this trial, he doesn't say like, hey, Trout made, I was forced to do this. He he at all times sounded like a willing participant. And then he fucking has the audacity to protest the wedding at, could you imagine getting married for a second? You're getting married, right? And you're sitting there with all your, your friends and family or no one, maybe you just eloped, right? And you're getting married and then the, Pastor or the whoever the justice of the, the circuit piece, fucking guy What's the, the traveling circuit the circuit rider goes <laughs> no that's it and does anyone have any objections speak now forever hold your peace after a brief moment of silence he goes no one well then I do and you know you're like, she's like huh <laughs> what you know what happened is he probably got paid first oh yeah, yeah right he fair. took he took the cash took he walked the cash. to the line I'm pretty sure. They didn't actually get married on this account. They actually ended up. They ended up going to get married somewhere else after because well, the guy wouldn't day. do it. Yeah. The next day, they yeah they got a different yeah. dude. Why to do, do the walk? It was yeah. They got a, they got Jesus a different guy to do it in that county. They got another clergyman to do it. Where well, the, you know the why? Had been obtained. The Lord works in mysterious ways. Boys. He really wanted to get it done that night because they had to be married. She wasn't going to give it up, and he really, oh, really, okay. yeah, really yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. it. All right, that's what happened. Now. That makes That's sense. what happened. Yeah. And right. then people say like, yeah, she's 15, which is very young. But that's, at that's this time, 37. Dude, at this now. time, girls are getting married at 13. Yeah, it's fucked. fucking so crazy. That's a girl in grade eight getting married and having kids with, how old is this guy at this time? Like a grown so, fucking he's man. He's probably 42. No, I think he was in his twenties. He was, he was, whatever it is. I think when he married, if if the guy wasn't seventeen and like two years older or something, it's still it's super. Like nowadays, it's super weird. (laughs) Now, nowadays it's illegal. It's illegal. Nowadays (laughs) it's illegal. I mean, illegal. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, eighteen's an adult. There's probably some places where if you have consent under eighteen from your parents, it can still happen. But in West Virginia, it's. Is it 16. 16. <laughs> 16. I, I looked it up. What was that? What was that? Weird, the weird, the shitty act, the piece of shit actor from Green Mile. He turned out to be a piece oh, of shit in yes. real life. Remember? Yeah, and yeah. He, he married that 16 year old and got her parents' permission to marry her. I, I don't remember this, but she was also a piece of shit. But Every, it was, it was a just a bunch of pieces everyone, of shit getting together. Yeah, everyone, Everybody's all around. Yeah. Uh, like wild times. Doug Hutchinson. Yes. Yeah. He was a piece of shit in that movie and in real life. Yes. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, so yeah, that, that marriage, like we said, uh, you know, only lasted lasted eight months until she died under mysterious circumstances. Yeah, fucking yeah, brick to br- the face. Brick to the face. Yeah, <laughs> I think actually, yeah, that's w- one of woman, them. I think there were complications. There were like four rumors going around about how she died. I think I, I'm not sure which one was the actual true one. I know I've heard the rock one, but I think there might have been other ones that they had talked about that had happened. But, anyways, the. Um, 
during the actual trial, uh, Mary Heaster ended up on the stand. And I think well, well, um, just just to add to, it was also brought up during the trial that Trout had been saying to people. I want to be married seven times. Right. When he was in prison. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, said that. Doesn't really bode well. Yeah, doesn't that make sense? Lucky number boast. seven. Yeah. Lucky yeah. number seven. <laughs> seven wives. <laughs> that, that, doesn't everybody want that? Did, did he mean like seven wow. wives at the same time? No, he said he was going to be married to, he was going to have seven marriages. Like that's kind of what he said. So he's going to be married seven times or seven wives. That's what he was saying in prison. So that did not. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking that did nightmare. Not blend his character, put his character in a shiny light. It's a hell of a lot of alimony. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so when Heaster got up, when Mary Heaster got up on the stand, she was questioned by the defense. And the defense, I they were actually, I think they were actually kind of happy that she got up there because they knew about the, the visions she had had. And they were pretty sure that they could flip this like they, they they saw this as an opportunity more than anything else to to be well, able to it, i mean it didn't hurt that anytime she would bring up the ghost talk to her trout would yell that's not how it happened didn't happen like that <laughs> ghosts aren't real <laughs> um so uh it, here's like here's the quote that they had like was written down uh i guess it's like it there was like some reports that came out in one of the local newspapers and, and some people had written down what had actually happened. So the question from the defense came out like, uh, I have heard that you have had some dream or vision which led to this post-mortem examination. And uh, Heaster answered with, uh, they saw enough their cells without me telling them. It was no dream. She came back and told me that she was, <laughs> that he was mad that she didn't have no meat cooked for supper. But she said she had plenty and said that she had butter and apple butter, apples, and named over two or three kinds of jellies, pears, and cherries, and raspberry jelly. And jelly she says, for dinner? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and then she kind of goes on and on. And then eventually at the end, you know, she says, like, well, I saw the place just exactly as she told me. And I saw blood right there where she told me. And she told me something about that meat every night she came, just as she did the first night. She came four times and four nights. But the second night, she told me that her neck was squeezed off at the first joint. And it was as she told me. So oh. that was what she said. So the like the the defense went at her for a, a good amount of time trying to get her to to slip up to try to get her to either change her story you know trying to get her to admit that these were dreams and not visions as there was a, a distinction between the two as the visions being something that could be sent by God and and you know therefore kind of inscrutable and then or being a dream which is therefore not really admissible in. Yeah, in the court, I suppose, yeah. you know, could kind of turn the. I mean, this was a trial by jury, so it's like yeah. you still had you had the jury. Well, I guess it's really there. religious back then. So if you're saying it's a message from God, everyone's like, oh, oh, that makes sense. Ooh, ooh. So well, there, there do, is that. Bit. I do declare that I'm leaning towards <laughs> this and, story. And the judge, yeah. the judge never, never ordered that her testimony be ignored. He never had it struck in front of the record. He never asked the jury to disregard her testimony. Uh, you know, as something that. It couldn't be admitted. Well, Dan, would you risk the wrath of God? <laughs> no, God, no. You know, I suppose not. So, um, so the jury heard this, and they, you know, she was pretty convincing in her art, in her 
statements being that she saw her daughter come back to her in the flesh and blood or not so flesh and blood, but, uh, and, and tell her these things and that these things came true, what she told her. So now following this, I, you can, you know, if this testimony the next day, uh, you know, it was a tough act to follow. So who are you going to put up there? You're going to put Shu himself. Put him up. Put good old trout boy. The old up there. slippery fish yeah. himself. <laughs> And uh, according to them, um, he went on just, he did not do a very good job up on the stand. Um, he he went up there to pretty much try and make the case for himself and then ended up going into what is said to be incredible detail regarding things of no consequence and then tried to actually appeal to the jury by pretty much telling them, asking them to look into his face and judge him guilty. Do I look like a liar? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, yes you do. Yeah. <laughs> he was um, banking on his good looks. <laughs> um, and I, I guess he didn't do a really good job because the jury apparently took almost like less no than time. an hour yeah. <laughs> to come back with, and convict Shu of murder. They went out to lunch, had a quick bite, they all looked at each other and went, guilty? They're like, yep. Ghost justice. <laughs> they probably didn't even talk about it for like the whole hour. Yeah, they, well, they ate, talked about it. Like, had a great meal. Like, they didn't have you got to. The five head. minutes in, they're like, you're guilty? Guilt- yeah, guilty, we, guilty. Guilty. And then they just like- You got the head juror. <laughs> the head juror is like, listen, boys, like, I know it's fucked. Sounds crazy. But do you want to run the risk of getting paranormally activated for the rest of your fucking life? Yeah. If we don't convict <laughs> this fucking guy, then we have to. I don't yeah. want to get haunted. Do yeah, you want to get no. haunted? <laughs> yeah, guilty, everybody. Unanimous. Done. Uh, so uh, there was there was kind of debate on whether they should have <clears throat> him hanged or uh, you know or sentence him to prison. So what they ended up was sentencing him to life in prison for murder in the first degree. And um, as he was being held, it, it said that while he was being held to, uh, to be sent two. to like a state penitentiary, mob number two came after him. There was a lynch <laughs> mob that was formed that came to, uh, you know, do what lynch mobs do. And uh, he did not, uh, they managed to, I think the sheriff at the time, like managed to talk them down. And <laughs> they went and hit him in the woods while right, they went and so. talked down the, the mob, apparently. <laughs> and, um, but he was eventually transferred to a state penitentiary uh, where he ended up uh, dying soon after in 1905, I believe, after an epidemic had pretty much tore through the prison. An epidemic of fucking ghost justice. Of ghost justice. That guy got paranormally activated and murdered, for sure, by a ghost. (laughs) Um, Apparently the prison... I I can't remember the name of the prison that he was sent to, but apparently that prison is also haunted. So... (laughs) Well, I'm sure all prisons are haunted from back then. (laughs) Uh, Boy, is this fucking crazy? It's it's so, like what are the what are our options here? They like, say it's they say it's one of the only times where it is ghost the only testimony. Time. Yeah, ghost testimony convicted a man for to life in there, prison. There is a there's a road marker for this specific case. There is a, ro- a historical road marker out there uh, in Greenbrier. It's, it's like really, not really. I mean, it's not technically a ghost testimony because they didn't get the ghost on the stand, but she testified through the mother who brought the information. Was like the go- this ghost told me this. And it all checks out. That's where the blood was. Blah, blah, blah. This is how her neck is broken. We do not get to this outcome without the, without ghost. the ghost visions. Yeah. 
and telling and this ghost yeah. speaking to the mom in visions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, he was convicted, and what they said was all it was all circumstantial evidence, but he was convicted. Well, I mean, it doesn't so help it his case that during the autopsy, he yeah. yelled, "You'll you can you can't prove it was me." Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, didn't, that doesn't do himself well any favors. Well, yeah. yeah. I'd say there's a lot of shady shit on his and his history too with his other two wives. His yeah, history of violence, out, mysterious, yeah, okay. you know, like that type of shit. But like in my brain, it's like literally there, we have three options. We got a fucking serious, like an actual paranormal activity of, you know, they got paranormally activated and the story's true. The second option is Zora and her mom are fucking Jedi's and her force ghost came back and told her the whole story. Mm. Not possible. Possible. Or three brains. West Virginia is known for Jedi's. What is this third option? What third option? Think about it. What is the third option in this situation? The the mother was had the mother was involved in the murder. The mother did it. Right? Or yeah. <laughs> well, How else would she have all this intimate information? Here here's the okay. I've I've been thinking about this all day. Me and Andrew talked earlier and I said, if it, I was we were trying to look at it from a different way of like, okay, well. You know, like, it, this is crazy that they got this guy convicted on this testimony. I'm like, what would be the flip side? Well, the flip side would be that that didn't happen, but then she knew the exact details of the murder. How would she know the exact details of a severed spine and, you know, like the the wind, the, the you know, the choking and, and, and where the blood was located if she was there and she was involved and she did it, right? Um, it was said that... Um, What's it? Zo uh, Zona. Yeah. Zona's right. She was, she was, she was, she had a child out of wedlock was back then was a little bit of a disgrace to the community. More than a little and, bit. Right. <laughs> and then maybe perhaps by all accounts, no one wanted to marry this stroke guy and this, this grifter who just rolled into town. So maybe this was just a slight that her mother could not handle. Perhaps, perhaps, uh, Trout's innocent in all this, and it was the mother yeah, all along. Perhaps, perhaps the mother and Trout had an affair, mm. and they conspired against. And there was only one way to get Zona out of the picture, but then the mom ended up framing fucking Trout. the The other thing, the other thing that I was thinking of this later <laughs> this afternoon, after we had talked about this theory, oh come on, that, we got to get crazier. Was that get, <laughs> was that um, was that Trout? Maybe in like, you know, the mother didn't like him and she, maybe she confronted him, right? Maybe she confronted him and he was, and he told her, he's like, listen, you keep pushing, you keep pushing this. I'm going to fucking snap your neck like I did your daughter and I'm going to choke the, the life out of you just like I did to her. Right. No one's going to believe the you. guy's got an obsession with ghosts. Yeah. No, well, no, you're going to believe then, a woman, but they'll believe yeah. a ghost. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> dude, dude, and, but honestly, that's the thing she's saying. She's like, she had a vision of this ghost, a vision, right. From God, this, this ghostly presence that told her all these things, but maybe it was that trout told her in like a fit of rage of being like, I'll do the same to you. If you don't shut the fuck up, you don't shut up. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it before on a, uh, so I would say that she didn't. She didn't make the statements about the the first and the the first Dan, vertebrae Dan, until during the trial. Dan, unless you're trying to tie in aliens, I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. Let's go. That yeah, I wanted to get crazier. I mean, aliens. Yeah, it's body snatchers. But uh, yeah, you. But sure. the thing is, you the only <laughs> the only way because if you're trying to eliminate ghosts of this of this story, you're like ghosts are the prevalent theme of this story if you eliminate ghosts you have a fucking insane murder conspiracy here <laughs> like I, like either way 
it, this this story in case is insane because like the alternatives of the mother knowing exactly what happened either places her at the scene and no, like shows like she would obviously know where the blood is, which means she was directly involved and potentially like pointed the finger at an accomplice or an innocent man. Right. Those are those are the alternatives we're looking at here. If you're going to say no to ghosts. I, well, and I mean, like throughout time, since we've been having these legal systems, organized law, we've only had one ghost. What, what about? We've only had one ghost situation. One that was taken as one was taken. evidence. I mean, I'm sure there's, know, I'm sure there's other people who came into court and were like, fucking ghosts. Ghost told made me, me this. I mean, that's, the ghost made me came whole, in. We made some pottery together. That was the whole Amityville made me kill him. thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That was like the whole Amityville case was the guy telling that the ghost made him do it. Satan. But it didn't, it didn't it, stick. Was, but it was, no. I'm, I'm just saying, it was just like, it was in court. Like, it, it, ghosts aren't unusual. I, ghosts are in court all the time. The other, the <laughs> other if the ghost that, spins its head in a 360, you must acquit. It's a rule. Yeah, I've heard it that. says yeah. it. You know, I've heard the, that. the other thing sure. that I was kind of looking at was in, in my head was humming and hawing with the idea that perhaps Zona Heaster, and this is pure speculation, Zona, like by all accounts, the evidence, if I'm looking at the evidence of this case and I'm, I gather information, if I was a bet man, I would put all my chips on it happened the exact way it happened. Trout did this. It it does seem to add up. It does seem to fit. And I'm, and I'm looking for well, his history, just as history alone yeah. speaks for that. Yeah. So it's like, so now I'm I'm looking at this and trying to be like, okay, was there other alternatives so I can eliminate the ghost of this? The other kind of one that I was playing with in my head was perhaps Zona Heaster Shu's father was upset. Like this is the only daughter. So I couldn't she didn't imagine. have a, it was just, she was a single mom. Boom. Boom. Ghost yeah. confirmed. Mom wasn't in the picture. Ghosts, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's. How do you disprove it? Right. Like maybe, maybe it's one of those things where it's like you have, maybe it's a twofold, right? Like, cause we, we always say that like a ghost with unfinished business or someone who dies in a traumatic event, like they linger, but maybe it's twofold. Maybe someone in like that much distress and trauma, like the mother having lost her daughter, like maybe those two things together kind of bridges that connection between, you know, the next dimension or the next world, wherever you pass through. Right. And that's what, how they were able to communicate was this, like this, like unbelievable grief and uh, maybe she was in tune already. Maybe the veil was already thin. Maybe. Right. And it's, it's like, maybe that's what happened in this, in this case. But like, when you look at it, it does seem this case doesn't get solved without the ghost. Uh, shoes. Got, mother oh, ghost justice. having those visions. It's all ghost justice. Well, yeah. Well, maybe it's one of those things. Maybe not necessarily. It was even a ghost. Maybe the mom was, this, she was so, so distraught that she like she went into went in tune with the universe. She seen through like those like burned in records, and she actually just witnessed a vision. The murder. She like she, she like she's tapped seen into it. the acacia records. She's right? seen like, the yeah. She's seen that timeline. She's seen to the past because for whatever reason, I'm just like if you're trying to if, it. if you're trying to say like oh there's no such thing as ghosts or there's no way she could have found it out like what well, she yeah she either knew it happened. Or she found out it happened through this alternate means, like some remote viewing shit, right? Or like something. it's like she she transported her in a dream state, like so focused on what happened to her daughter, knowing that this couldn't have been, you know, the the official narrative couldn't have been what happened, 
she was so into that and so focused that in a dream state, she traveled to that time and, and witnessed, right. And got to interact with her daughter's ghost essentially. Right. Um, it's an interesting, it's an interesting theory. Like we, we, we know conscious thought does something. We know it does, right? Like if you, if you put enough double slit experiment, it's proven, Hey, you know, like who, there's some miss, you know, Dan's laughing, but Hey, Dan laughs at everything. We don't know. We don't understand. We don't really understand why, right? We don't understand the why of that. We got, so it's we like got maybe a very small some- grasp, very small grasp on, on yeah. reality sometimes. We got <laughs> thick veils over here, boys. Yeah, thick veils, baby. Yeah. It's cool though. Super cool. I mean, not Very cool for obviously. Case, yeah, for well, she got justice though. She got justice. She got, justice. She got justice. We got ghost justice. I'm happy. Right? Like she obviously yeah. ghost got yeah. what she needed to yeah. uh Therese easy after that. So I'm glad this story, it's sad what happened to her, but it ends in a good on a good note. I hope that guy rotted in jail for three years. <laughs> Yeah, he rotted there and he died of what? He died of like tuberculosis or something, right? Probably, yeah, tuberculosis. He died of ghost justice. Yeah. She came back, poisoned the whole fucking jail of tuberculosis. (laughs) She fucking went right up his b-hole and poisoned him and he died. Yeah. Ghost justice. Yeah, and then that's what it was, right? Their whole like, it was some type of outbreak in the prison and everyone died. Zell, where were you in in 1900? I don't infect people <laughs> with tuberculosis, okay? You weren't you weren't serving don't up uh, you weren't serving up some ghost justice, were you? Vampire style. Vampires and ghosts don't get along. Vampires are alive. Fucking ghosts. They're undead. They're undead, but we're still in this we're still in this reality. We don't have to try and like phase in and out. Here's an interesting uh the reason, because I for for a long time I never thought Zell was actually a vampire because I've seen I've been in front of mirrors with Zell. And I've seen Zell's reflection. So I was like, oh, it's just a funny That's joke. a myth. That's a, but that's now, a m- old myth. No, 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 no. Mirrors back in the day were actually made with silver. And that that's was I mean. why, that's why they said vampires uh, couldn't be seen in those mirrors. We don't use that practice anymore. So vampires today with today's mirrors would see the reflection. So my friend, you've got some, you got some work to do to disprove you're not a vampire. I'm just saying. No, I think you have work to do. You have well, I guess you'll outlive me. <laughs> got a theory of the week theory of the week I think uh, this guy's been posting on our live stream videos on Patreon because we do yes. take long breaks sometimes he's been doing the Lord's work he's been doing the Lord's work you would say and he's been marking in every video in the comments time in break time and break time so because we're lazy and we don't go back and edit the videos after the live stream this guy has done the work for you. So if you want to skip those five to 10 minute beer breaks, he tells you exactly where they are. Yeah. And all the, con- uh, and it seems like in every, every video or almost every I, video. Yeah. I was clicking back and I would see his comments. I was like, Oh shit. And there and there and there. I was like, he's been doing this for a while, which means he watches the whole thing. And then for our other Patreon supporters who like to watch the live stream, he then posts the link. So you can quick skip the beer breaks. You'll put like a timestamp of the end of the beer break. You click on it. It just fast forwards the video for you. Legend. An absolute legend. Like, it's awesome. Yeah. So Cam, is it Ethier or Ethereer? How do you say it? Ethier? Ethier? Maybe I the silent ether. R. Cam Ether? Cam Ether. We're going with Cam Ether. It's fitting for the, for the yeah. episode. You are this week's Theorite of the Week. Keep doing that Lord's work. We should go Cam Ether? 
You just made theory of the week. <laughs> the click of the pen. Yeah. And guys, if you don't know, if you're watching, this is released. If you're listening to this on the public, you're still listening this far. This is July 22nd, which means you only have just over a week to get on our merch store and buy uh, this month's versions of merch. And before we lied, before we, we lied and we said stuff was exclusive and stuff, but it was too hard to pull down. So we would just leave everything up. We have, we have people working on our store now and all these, all these designs, pickle baby, you want pickle baby? Pickle baby is about to be gone. Uh, Octa Jesus about to be gone. Dan style snapback hat with the white logo about to be gone. Keep those eyes on the skies. Five panel about to be gone. They're not coming back. All right. They're going to be in the vault. Uh, who knows when the vault will open again. So this might be your only chance this year, next year to get these items. If you're, if, if you're waiting on them, I can't emphasize enough, get them now and your collectible speak, your collectible stickers. If you want those, if you want a pickle baby sticker, Octa Jesus sticker, best of both worlds. Get them now because they will never come back after this month. Never. Never. So never. The store is easily accessible, aliantheorist.com, or you can search on crowdmade.com, search for Alien Theorist Theorizing. You can't miss it. We've only had it for a few weeks, and it is by far my favorite merch store we've ever had. Oh man, the guys are the guys. I if you're if you're a podcaster listen to this or you do your own merch for something. You've been on T Public or Teespring or whatever. Message the guys at Crowd Made. Listen, we're not getting paid to do this. They've literally, they're just, they're so good to work with. Any issues, they get back to you right away. They're, they've been so helpful with everything for us. So it's, you know, it's, it's been a really good. A little smaller company, a little more uh, customer service, I and would say. And it shows. And Hell send yeah. us the pics. We've only received a couple pics of merch. Please, if you've got some merch, send it to us. We want to see it. Uh, we're in Canada, so my merch is on the way. And, and as soon as I get it, I'll be wearing it on the show, but it's on its way. Braden only wears ATT merch. I do. That got, and this. He's got like 20 shirts. Seinfeld <laughs> all he owns. Shirt. And, and the George Costanza. <laughs> act, timeless act of seduction shirt he wears all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And if you like the show and you want to support your boys, support your favorite podcast, you know what to do. Go to aliantheorist.com, click the support link, or search us, Alien Theorists Theorizing, on Patreon. Early access, ad-free, bonus content, the Discord. Woo. We say it every week. The greatest Ad. way to help support your boys. This, this week's month, new supporters. Or this week's, yeah, we got Gustavo Tapite. I think that's how you say it. Maya Binkney. Come on, baby, it burnt so good. Nice. Uh, Tom Gregory. Venereal Fish 69. <laughs> John Ferris. Savannah Hall. Where's the next Conspiracy Hall podcast? We've been waiting. Ethan Cox. We got Keenan from New Zealand. Cody. Debo? Debo? Michaela. Is that Michaela? Is that our Michaela that we know? Well, there's if two Michaelas that pledge. Two Michaelas? Either way. There's two Michaelas pledge. Luke Dennis. Jasmine goes up a pledge. Daniel Clouston. Lady Jaybird. John 
Wantland, Scott LePage. And those are for you who don't like Patreon. There's another way to support. It's called Supercast. It's all the same links on AlienTheorist.com. You don't have to download another app to do it. Xander Early and Invalid ID. Love it. Thank you very much for supporting the show. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies.